Hello, my name is Jeff Hall, and in this podcast, we're going to explore what it's like, what it takes to become and stay dangerous. I'm going to blend science and spirituality on a quest of becoming the best version of yourself, following in your own footsteps, becoming who you really want to be, while I become who I want to be. It's going to be a fun ride, so mount up and come go with me. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm really excited today because there is uh, an interview that I get to do, and I've got Michael with me. Michael, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. It's great yeah, to be. Because I'm going to screw up your last name. I- I'll try it. Let me. It's, it's Michael it. Robert Pernunzi. Per- perfect. Right on. This is going really? to be great. It's going to be a great interview. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a great, it's so much fun. Um, Michael Robert runs, you, you run a couple of different things. And, and I really want, uh, I, I'm going to let you tell it because I'm going to screw it up, I'm afraid. Um, what I love is I love I, right? Like I love, I love I. <laughs> Boom. Um, and I've done some interviews with you and, and you have had a, uh, uh, and I think I know I've, I've told you in person, but I, I, I want to say it again in public, I guess. You've had such a great and fantastic uh, impact on my life. And I, I, I love you. I love I, but I, I love you as well. And um, it, you are somebody that's important to me. And you do some great things for some folks. And I, I want to get that word out there. From the moment we met you, Jeff, <laughs> in a very unlikely place for us right i did never ever been to uh, a club um a gun place <laughs> well, a, what's a, a shooting range it was a shooting a, shoot, range. a shooting race there you yeah. go gun club at a shooting range and it was like i didn't know that you've never been no a, a good little new england boy doesn't own a gun think about a gun and and we haven't was, gone shooting yet. And no, that's on my list. That's on my list. We're gonna go. Yeah. And Julius really wants to go. Okay. So um no, it's just like you meet certain people and you just click. And the part about I love I is you should never worry about not clicking or clicking. Yeah. Just just go, be in your truth in space, and everyone that's supposed to show up for you and where you are in that minute shows up. And you were one of those people for us. I love that. And, and you for me. I, I, I Hopefully, and, and, you know, I consider you a dangerous man, Michael. Um, and, and I know dangerous men don't get offended easily. So I'm going to say this and just say it from my heart and you're typically you're you're kind of small in stature, and and yes. when you walked in, I, I you looked you physically looked a little out of place, right? Right. Um, and and it was kind of weird for me because your energy was fantastic. Um, I, you know, I, I get to with the work that I do and stuff. Now, I, I really kind of judge people on their energy, not judge them on their energy, but I, I certainly tap into that and. And I'm like, who is this guy? I, I love his energy and the smile on your face. You know, I, I, like if I'd have walked down the street and not gotten a chance to talk to you, um, I, 
I don't know that I would have sought you out. And, and you, you literally have had such a big impact on me at this point. Um, I am so very grateful that you're in my life, uh, truly. And, um, and you just don't, you're, you're very, you kind of soft spoken a little bit sometimes, uh, to me. And yes. I just, that's not who I would normally seek out. And, and I'm, I'm glad that we connected. <laughs> I, I'm very glad we connected. Uh, yeah, it was. So I, now I have to ask this cause I've never asked this. Have you shot a gun before? No. Oh, well, no, I went, um, once and we took lessons and that's the only time I have done that. How has this not come up before? I don't know. Because <laughs> oh, I'm well. always, I'm always so intrigued about your travels, and when you go to Texas, I love to hear about all that stuff. Well, the last one was New Mexico, so um, yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. And I have uh, a, a brother-in-law, a nephew, and another nephew that uh, were at West Point and in the army, and. They're constantly talking about it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I will, I will get you trained properly. I, I, I love the fact that, um, because I do love, I, I can say this, that, uh, I'm an expert in firearms. I I've trained a lot of people to shoot and, uh, I'm good at it. So I will get you and Julius all squared away. Uh, Julius is his son. Um, I, which I've got, I've gotten to know Julius very well as well. My and, boss, uh, <laughs> one of my <laughs> bosses, actually. <laughs> um, and so, and and now you run. Tell tell everybody what you do and 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 what your your farm is about. And I love I and the Oasis. And last night I was really hoping to see you. I, I, you know, it's been a while since I've seen Michael, and I was hoping to see him last night. They do a meditation and chai chai tea um and 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 a gong is they have some gongs there and and so so kind of a gong bath and meditation and yesterday with the full moon i really wanted to get there and um it was just a little bit early for me i I just couldn't swing the time so um i'm gonna i'm just gonna take a day off work or something one of these times and just i'm gonna come out and do it yeah uh thursday mornings are Tuesday evenings. Yeah. So here. So So, tell us all about I love I. Okay. So just, um, or introduce us to you, I guess. Let's start from there. Let's, let's back it up a little bit further. Even let's introduce us to you. If there is any one example of someone whose phrase is it's never too late. That would be me because (laughs) I came into my true passion and love at 60 years old. Wow. Which is pretty amazing to me. Um, I had a very successful career and really enjoyed that. But what's so interesting, and I'll tie this all together is all the skills that I developed professionally and personally all came together to allow me to be living my passion. My uh, 
photography, for instance, on the personal side was totally crucial to our website and marketing material. And, you know, everybody raves about the pictures. Oh, you've, you've got some beautiful pictures. You do. And it's, it's actually all pictures of our farm here, which is an amazing just, piece of property. Yeah. yeah but that I'm a farmer or living on a farm. None, <laughs> my, my friends still don't believe it when they come here. And I'm telling everyone this because don't ever psych yourself out and say it's too late. I can't do it. I don't know how to do it. I've never been qualified for anything I've done in my life. But if I really feel that I want to do it, I find the energy beyond myself to just do it. And that's the intro to I Love I. The name of our movement and company is I Love I. And to put it in a nutshell, the world that you live in is created by you based on your relationship with yourself. Mm. So if Jeff loves Jeff in the most compassionate and supportive way has nothing to do with being selfish, has nothing to do with being narcissistic. It actually has everything to do with the realization that when you can be loving and respectful to yourself, it's only at that point you can be loving and respectful to others. Before that, or the way most of us were brought up, was to be loving and respectful to everyone else, be super judgmental on ourselves, never give ourselves a break. <laughs> it's never good enough. And you know what? You really can't be loving and respectful to other people because in the back of your mind or in your heart, consciously or unconsciously, you're thinking, yeah, but what about me? It, this, yeah. just doesn't, this just doesn't feel good to me. So it was an amazing personal journey that I began on my own. And then my wife showed up, which is like, that's a whole other story, but because I was doing that work, another time, I'm, I'm grateful yeah. to have heard part of that, but yeah, we're not going to have time today. To Once you really love yourself, your soulmate partner, whatever you want to call it, just shows up. And that's the second piece of I love I. It's all about an inward journey, not doing the outward stuff. And that's yeah. what we do. And that's what we do here through Michael Robert Live, our podcast that we have on Tuesday nights and our Oasis gatherings, uh, which we do on uh, Tuesday evenings and Thursday mornings. Right now, it's by invitation only and not open to the public. Uh, so you can call us and inquire, and we could see how that would all work. Yeah. Well, but you it, know, uh, you're going to like my folks because they're dangerous men and women, right? There you go. And <laughs> I, I really love your coining that phrase, 
and using that phrase. Oh, I was going to ask you about that. What what does that mean to you, right? Obviously, you you heard the intro, and and what does what does being dangerous mean to you in that context, as far as loving yourself and functioning inside the box is just existing. We're not here to exist. We're here to live life. We're here to be on our own personal journey so that we can be our highest self, our best self. And you got the key. You got to be a little dangerous. You can't conform. If you feel it in your heart, you go for it. And the only opinion when you, I love I, that matters is your own. And the shoulds, the couldn'ts, I won't, I can't, all that stuff just goes away. So that's what being dangerous translates into my head. <laughs> nice. I like that. I, I love that as a matter of fact. Yeah, that's that's really good. I, I Yeah. So, um, well, I, and I'll back. So go ahead and and... and Maybe we'll skip around a little bit. I don't know. This yesterday, uh, my I, and I, you, you haven't heard my podcast from last night. Yesterday, I, I jumped around a whole bunch. Uh, you know, it was full moon. Uh, it was uh, I had done a men's group, and and I'm very interested to tell you about this men's group. And um, I, I talked about Halloween and Thanksgiving, and I brought I had Santa Claus in there, and, and <laughs> I was oh all God. over. I was all so- over the place. It's, Sounds like one of our normal conversations. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday, yesterday was was a bit of a uh, yeah. So um, <laughs> it was it was a good it was one of those you know it's going to be a fun ride. I, you know, I put that in the intro. It's going to be a fun ride. Yesterday was a fun ride. So, um, and then Oasis is the school, correct? Is that the Oasis is. Uh, a dream and vision of my wife's where she would like to have, I love I Oasis in every city town, which could be people's home away from home where they can go to. And that's why we named them Oasis where they can find peace and harmony in the middle of our chaotic lives to just rejuvenate for however much time that you want to spend. And there would be a cafe there, a function room, uh, a studio where we plan on airing the podcast from all these different locations, but it gives people, gives people the opportunity to really let go of all that crazy self judgment and get to the place where they just value their own opinion over everyone else's and what, really makes them happy and allows them not to give their power over to anyone allows them to be dangerous. So they're not controlled by anyone. Well, I remember in one of the last interviews that I did, you 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 talk about being controlled by anyone. We can be our own worst enemy. And that, that's my, that's, that's my, that's my path, right? You, you, uh, you, you gave me, you gave me that 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 piece of advice. You made me come back, and and I thought about it for a couple of weeks. And you know, even even this week, I've I've been in my own head a little bit, 
right? And I can, and I'm to the point now where I can recognize that and I can, I can see it a little bit more and then do something about it, right? How awesome is that? Yeah, unless you, unless you identify the problem and you see it, right? it's really hard to to do anything about it, right? When you don't know what you're looking at. So I just want to say thank you once again. And, um, you know, and, you know, I, I, we don't have much of a, uh, uh, an agenda here as far as where this is going to go, but I just wanted to, to bring you on. Now we can, we can maybe go back and, and, and say how we met. We met at a, I'll, I'll say a, a core meeting, um, which is, uh, and you were coming to talk about your oasis and the um, schools and you had met, you had met some folks through a church, I believe, and they, and they invited you out to the meeting and yes, uh, the, the core is citizens organized for the restoration of rights. It's a very, um, it's a very grassroots organization that is just all encompassing. Uh, they've got church groups in there. They've got, um, you know, some, some political figures, local political figures that, that show up and, and, um, and, and I know yesterday was the election and we're not going to, I'm probably not going to air this for a couple of days. So yesterday was the election. We're probably not going to talk a lot of politics, but I, I would kind of like to get a little bit of your take on it. Cause I think in Rhode Island, you were probably a lot more um, versed because I, I just don't know. I, I didn't, um, I, I don't have a Rhode Island driver's license. So for the first time in a very long time, I did not vote. So I didn't, I didn't even pay attention. Uh, you know, I found that uh, it's, you know, politicians aren't going to save us. We're going to save our stuff. And, and I think that fits in with I love I as well, right? If we're all the best versions of ourselves, if, if we are all these people, I don't, I don't need somebody else to tell me what to do. I don't need somebody else to tell me not to litter, not to, you know, harm other people. I, it, if I am that person, and you are your person, then if we are all those people, then, then it's, it's a self-governing kind of thing, I think. And that scares the powers that be, right? Because when we really don't need them, <laughs> where will they get their power from? Um, well, it really scares people who want to be controlled and not thinking. And when you really, I love I, you're right. You yeah. don't have to you don't have to be told not to litter. You just won't. It's not part of who you are, like you were saying. Yeah. I'll I will just I will share this phenomenon. Um so I have voted every year since I was 18. And I I don't know, but we were at the polls at a little after seven, a long line, which made me really happy in the old days. I would have been, Oh my God, I got to wait in line so long to vote. I have to hurry up and get to work. No, I was like, yes. And I didn't take my ability to vote for granted this time. It meant so much to me that I was voting and expressing my feelings and what I want to see in my town and my state. And that's why it's so crucial 
that our elections need to be 100% on the up and up because it's our right to vote. Right. And my ballot needs to go through with the way I filled it out. So I don't know. I just felt... I, I think, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't mean to, I, I think that's why, maybe why I didn't vote because you brought it up. I, I just, I don't know that I don't have any confidence in the system anymore. And that, and that's a terrible place to be. It's, it's, I, 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 I'm not apathetic. I'm not, um, but uh, yeah, I, I am very, very frustrated with the system right now. And uh, I, I'm glad you said that because I do think it's an important thing. And uh, maybe I got a little off kilter myself there. So next time, make make yeah. make, make yeah. sure it's your right. You're an American. An American. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and I and I truly believe in that right. So, um, I, I it it was weird. And I, and I'll tell you why. Here's what happened when I moved here. It was in the the middle of COVID, and and um, it was just. It was so asinine to me. They uh, they told me that I couldn't come in and get my driver's license without putting on a mask, which is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Because the the first thing that they're going to do it, it's it's like when I go through TSA, um, and and I walk up to TSA and I don't have a mask on I, in the middle of all this, and and they're like, they they want you to put the mask on. And then you hand them your your driver's license, or for me, it's a passport. And then they tell you to drop the mask so that I can, <laughs> they can identify you, right? Like how? Please. And and they have no idea how how idiotic this is. And um, you know, and so anyway, I I didn't get it. I don't have a Rhode Island driver's license. Um, just because I I wasn't going to play that that silly game. And and I I didn't think at the time. I didn't think about registering to vote and doing all of that uh, is, is kind of tied in into that. And so um, and, and then when I realized it was just I, I ran out of time and, and and I don't have faith in the system. And um, it, it, I'm grateful and, and I'm humbled a little bit uh, because even if you don't have faith in the system, you still have to you still have to do your part. And you did your part and I did. Um, yesterday so um you you can't you can't make sure everybody else does their part but you can only do what you can do and uh and you stepped up and you did your part so i appreciate it thank you uh i just will add to that it was a huge life experience for me to realize that i'm not everyone's lifesaver My job, your job, is to be your best self, not to convince anyone else to be their best self verbally. It's the example, you know, being a dad, you can tell your kid to do something, but unless you're doing it, they're not going to follow your words. They're going to follow you. So if you can be that bright light, that shining star to everyone around you, the words you need are very minimal. 
and not giving unsolicited advice to people was a lesson that I learned during the pandemic. I'm still working on that. <laughs> I, I, I am. I am. The, the men's group that I went to, and you've yeah. probably heard this a million times. The men's group that I went to, um, there was a there was a guy there who 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 uses the acronym Wait. Why am I talking? And right now I'm talking because I'm on a podcast. But um, and and I'm like, wow, uh, you know. And I love you know John Maxwell. I heard him say one time, uh, you know, God gave you two ears and one mouth for a reason. You need to listen twice as much as you talk. And um, I I find my that, grandfather said that to me when yeah. I was a kid. Go ahead. And, and I, I find that that I'm getting better. I'm getting better every day, of course, and getting younger. I, I I have to say this: you look great. I can't believe that you're 60. It's it's fortunate that that you hit 60 and now you're getting younger. Because there you go, Jeff. That, <laughs> that's going to serve you well. That's yeah. It's uh, what and yeah. Um, you, no, you look great, and I I didn't think you were that old, honestly. And um, I, I think maybe I knew, but I I didn't because I was at your birthday party. That's right. Yeah. Which, my God, I'm actually closer to 65 than I am to 64. So, oh, oh, well, I, so it, but you're, you're looking younger. I, I'm telling hey, you. Thank I, you. So, um, and I tell you, when I saw you, you look great. Yeah. I really great. Well, I feel great. Right. It helps, uh, it helps having people in your life that are, that are great. And, and I feel like I'm getting younger. Uh, and, and so you know, age, age is just a number. And, and uh, we got That's a lot I, of work. We got a lot of work to do, and, and we're having fun doing it. And it, it makes you. I never pay attention. People must think I'm like either crazy, because when someone asks me my age, I always have to pause and think about it. It's not something I focus on at all. So I'll share that with everyone. Yeah. Just who cares how old you are? How do you feel? Are you living your passion? Are you living the life that gives you fulfillment and happiness? And no matter how dark a day seems, you got a choice, right? Every moment you make the choice. Am I going to view my life as a gift or am I going to view it as a prison? What's it going to be? If I view it as a gift, I'm going with truth. If I view it as a prison, I'm going with drama. We all love drama. Sure. But if you can wake up enough and realize deep in your heart that every single moment you have a choice, you step back and you make that choice that's with truth and love. And not, drama, and not drama because drama sucks the life out of you and makes you feel like it's a prison here. Makes you and feel it, older. And it makes you feel older. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to get, keep, keep those compliments coming. But in well, part, it, I feel like that's why my age doesn't matter because I'm always, trying to choose that truth and love 
Well, and you had just given you had just given a great analogy right before that, right? With with the election thing, right? You you used to when you were younger, you, you would have walked up, or a few years ago, you'd have walked up and you're like, oh my god, I got to wait in line. And it's it's just that reframe, that choice in in the choosing the way that you think every day. Exactly. You know, you can look at you can look at a a, a barrier or or you know some some bad thing. It, for for example, a great a great thing for me is. You know, I'll be stuck in traffic somewhere and then you'll roll up on this bad accident and, and you'll be like, oh, you know, if, if I would have been on time, if I'd have, you know, if I'd have been two minutes earlier, I, I might have been involved in that. And, you know, at that point, I'm like, I'm grateful I'm stuck in traffic because what's happened is they've closed off a couple of lanes. The emergency personnel are there. They're helping these people. And isn't it great that we we live in this country and, and we have this society now and the technology that, you know, whatever they're doing, they're cutting them out of the car, or the, the ambulance is there working on them and, and they're getting medical care and, and all this stuff. And, yeah, it's a little inconvenient for me. I, I'll take the inconvenience because it's not nearly as inconvenient for me as it is for them. And I'm grateful. And I'm thankful at that point instead of ah, I'm, I'm stuck in traffic and, and, and all pissed off and, and, and whatever. You can actually be thankful and, and choosing that every day and, and is uh, is an amazing thing. And it's, it's it's those making those choices over and over that are the right choices that keep you young. A hundred percent. I'll share a quick story about how I get over my travel frustration or, oh, my God, I have to wait in line or the flight's late. I'm never going to make this flight. All right, we did have to end that. We were running a little bit long, and these are going to be a little bit longer, but Michael is such a great interview. He tells some great stories. You're going to want to tune in and hear his story, and uh, I think you're going to find it very, very interesting. It was a lot of fun doing this interview. We're going to pick up part two on Tuesday, so tune in Tuesday. In the meantime, just like we were talking about, make those good choices, stay in that attitude of gratitude, and always, always stay dangerous, my friends.